The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. You are now listening to The Philly Pod, a Philadelphia sports podcast. The NFL Draft is arguably the most exciting time of the year for NFL fans, but no fans more than Philadelphia Eagles fans because we have the best GM in football who just gave the best contract in football to the, well, in my opinion, he's my favorite quarterback. I'm not going to say he's the best quarterback in the NFL, but hey, if his name's not Patrick Mahomes, give me Jalen Hurts. He's the best in the NFC, that's for sure. And I think that was solidified yesterday when Aaron Rodgers left. Not that he, Aaron Rodgers was like, you know, not that he performed well last season, but now with him leaving, I don't know who's in the way of Jalen Hurts. And we'll get into his contract, uh, what he said about it yesterday and the future of this team. Or is that game Jonathan Gannon anymore, is it? Yeah, well, <laughs> not, not quite. <laughs> not quite. Thank you guys for tuning in to this episode of the Philly Pod brought to you by thelibertyline.com. I'm your host today, Victor Williams. Be sure to follow me on all social media platforms at the Philly Pod on Twitter, Instagram, anywhere you've seen my content. Appreciate you guys for following along throughout throughout the offseason. I know it's been a little bit since Steven and I have gotten up here uh, to do a podcast. We've been writing and busting our ass and other methods, and now we're back uh, to, 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 to do the pod and talk through the draft, through the offseason OTAs and all that fun stuff. So thank you guys for being patient, staying subscribed. You know we're never gone for long and happy uh, to be back on this platform to talk about the Philadelphia Eagles with you guys. Joining me as always, you guys know him by now, the guy who just opened the show. You can follow him on social media platforms at Stephen Conrad Jr. Be sure to go do that. Uh, he leads and runs all the content over on the Liberty Line YouTube channel, which is up to over 5K subscribers now, I think. Last time, 5.5K. Yeah, He's been busting great his work ass. over there. Over there, and we're uh, also going to have clips of this show over there for the uh, for the visual guys who want to get a good look at, I guess, what we look like. So be sure to go over there, click the bell for notifications, subscribe Certainly to the Certainly better looking than most people that hop up and say that they're <laughs> radio hosts or podcasts. That was in my humble opinion. Oh, my God. Yeah. Well, I'll, I'll leave that to the to the viewers and the listeners. <laughs> so like you're, if this is your first time listening to the show, guys, appreciate you guys. If you're returning, uh, appreciate you guys all the same. Be sure to subscribe on Apple iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher iHeartRadio, anywhere else you get your shows. Leave those reviews. Rate five stars. The offseason is very important to us. Uh, we want to be sure that when the time the season rolls around, we're moving up those charts on the podcast platform. So can't thank you guys enough for doing that for us. We got Jalen Hurts' contract uh, talk. We he, he talked about his contract yesterday. We'll get into all that. I have draft news. I have some rumors. I have some nuggets for you guys uh, into potentially who the Eagles will be looking at. So wanted to 
to uh, discuss that with Steven ahead of the NFL draft, which is just in two days. So can't wait to see how everything flames out. The most unpredictable draft, I would say, in recent memory. You can really, like, you can probably predict, like, maybe how the five picks are going to go. But Will Levis is now flying up the boards. They're talking about him potentially being the first quarterback. It's Anthony Richardson's name is still in there. Stroud's falling all of a sudden. Jalen Carter can go anywhere from four to 12. Like, it is a it is a wild time. You got something to say over there? I, see I do. Giggling. I just thought of something, man. So, like, we, we're, we're spoiled, honestly, at this point as Eagles fans because we just assume how he's going to make a splash. Like, no. Nobody saw us getting eight, leaving the first round of the draft with AJ Brown last year. Mm-hmm. And you know what I just thought of? What's that? Howie Roseman is a cocky motherfucker, man. I think that guy <laughs> knows damn well his reputation and he's going to try and make that first round or maybe the draft all about him. Like, I'm just sitting here and I'm like, there's no way he's going to just try to make the smart, like, efficient GM move. Like, move. He's going to try and, you know, go out of his way. Hey, a couple things to say. I wouldn't rule out two things that are very um, kind of against the Eagles philosophy. Mm-hmm. One is trading up, actually. Mm-hmm. Trading up. I don't know mm-hmm. who who they like. I don't mm-hmm. know. I got new. I got and news also, about that. Oh, OK, perfect. And then also, I know you can touch on this, too. Drafting a running back in the yeah. first round. Well, we'll get Not into just that any running back. Not just a running back, the running back, the most captivating prospect since Saquon, since Adrian Peterson, since Ladanian Thompson. People have compared him to uh, Super Bowls. Of those running backs, one that you just named. That's what I'm saying. But we'll uh, we'll get into to uh, to, uh, all of that. But first, before we get into that, we have a brand new sponsor for this season of the show for this NFL season coming up. Thank God. Shot. Yeah. Thank you. God, yeah, Steven's not with the gambling. I'm a heavy gambler myself. What? Uh, oh, so, oh, so, oh, oh, I thought you were saying, thank God, in regards to, to DraftKings, who are still well, with, by the way. Different, you know? Just like, something uh, different, you know? The gambling yeah, yeah. thing, I would like to get back into it, but honestly, getting out of bed every day is my get- gamble. I bet myself <laughs> every single day. Okay. All Doubling right, well, so that, that notion. In addition to all the sportsbook <laughs> offers we have, we have added a new sponsor <laughs> to the rotation. So shout out to our brand new guys over at Fanatics. I'm sure everybody's familiar with Fanatics. Michael Rubin and those boys. Michael Fanatics. Rubin. Is the world's the largest big ballers, James Harden and company, yeah, <laughs> little baby who's now dating Khloe Kardashian. All of a sudden, when did this happen? What? <laughs> yeah, dude, you didn't see. Well, I, I saw it on Twitter. I don't know if it's real and solidified, but I thought I think TMZ said it. Um, so yeah, there you go. Fanatics is the world's largest collection of officially licensed gear from all the leagues, teams, and players you love. Fanatics partners include all major professional sports leagues from the NFL to the NBA to the MLS for you soccer fans. And they offer jersey protection, which means if your player gets traded or yeah, changes teams, lit. they'll replace your jersey free of charge, including shipping. So, uh, mm-hmm. you know, if you had that DeMarco Murray jersey back in the day, you could have <laughs> got it switched. Uh, if you had a Deshaun Jackson or LaShawn McCoy jersey what back in the day. What if I have day, a Carson Wentz jersey in the back of my closet? What do I do with that? Oh, well, I mean, you already ripped the fat head off the wall in dramatic fashion. So <laughs> we'll see. You got you got to tape up. We already did it. The tape for A.J. Brown. That's how it's going to go. Ah. If you were to buy, if you were to buy one jersey right now of the Philadelphia Eagles, who would you buy? The guy that isn't concerned about his contract. Yes, that's right. QB the guy one. that's going to be here for the next six Come years, on, presumably. Man. Presumably, Jalen Hurts. So there's no better time to buy Eagles. You know what's jerseys. crazy though? What's that? There is one player for some reason. I fell in love with him quickly, and I haven't done a swap so Kenneth like, I haven't turned opinions on somebody so quickly. Like. Oh. More quick than I did with Ben Simmons. More quick than I did with Carson Wentz. It's Quez Walkins. 
Chauncey Gardner Johnson. I was oh, gonna buy oh, his jersey. I swear, I loved them last year. I yeah, did. Well, we all did. We all did, and we did. We weren't doing the, the the pod during all that, but yeah, there's. I'm sure there's a lot of. We live rent free in his head, though. So. Yeah, they do. They do. And now Detroit. Uh, Jamison Williams is suspended for uh, to the stuff he was doing, the gambling, which is stupid, by the way, for gambling on non NFL teams. Mm. He was gambling on the NBA while at the team facility. So if he did it in his parking lot in the car, was he was he fine? It's so dumb. And they're saying that we don't want our players to use sportsbooks when you're literally partnered with sportsbooks. It's stupid, in my opinion. But now, Chauncey Garner-Johnson is looking at all these players suspended on the lines and looking like, man, I should have took that first offer. That first offer. But that's, that's you know, that's that's all said and done now. Uh, so, yeah, no better time to buy jerseys, especially Philadelphia Eagles. And now Jalen Hurts here for the next six years. He got A.J. Brown still under contract. Devontae Smith, who I assume will be extended uh, uh, next offseason. And Landon and, uh, and all these guys, you know, Slay, Bradbury, all these guys are here for the next, at least through uh, – through uh through uh until 2026 so we'll get into all that as well but fanatics provides unique designs exclusive autograph memorabilia and once in a lifetime experiences you won't find anywhere else so be sure to visit fanatics with the link in our podcast description and see how you can get free shipping on your next order that jersey protection is 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 a is a kicker because nothing worse than you just buying a jersey and like it's traded moved whatever happens and then they can replace that ship it to you for free so that's good stuff by Fanatics. Very excited to partner with them for the upcoming NFL season. So first order of business, the Jalen Hurts contract, the new $255 million man, the highest paid player, highest paid player. It's so hard to say. Highest mm. paid player in the NFL for now. I'm sure Joe Burrow and Justin Herbert and maybe Lamar Jackson at some point will have something to say about that. But as far as annual average value is concerned, Jalen Hurts leads the pack at $51 million, just ahead of Aaron Rodgers' contract. So before we get into how Jalen Hurts addressed all this and what he said yesterday, and he he continues to add to his Rolodex of, of quotes <laughs> that everybody's going to write down and trademark and all this. But uh, since, since we didn't do a show immediately following, just your thoughts on extending Jalen Hurts. Did you think it was too much money? Um, how kind of both sides came to it? And the no-trade clause, especially the first no-trade clause in Philadelphia history, Steven. So just your thoughts on how... Just everything came together with Jalen Hurts now that he is the long-term quarterback, presumably for the next six years in Philadelphia. You want me to be completely honest with you? Of course. Of course. I don't understand any of it. I don't understand how we saved all this money. I don't, <laughs> like We've talked about it time and time again. And I'll just address this really quickly before you – I'm sure you can, you're going to touch on the specifics of his contract. I really can't stand when players get extended or they're offered these quote-unquote max deals because you always get that weird part of – I guess the fan base or fan bases, people on the internet, they're like, oh, overpay, overpay this, overpay that. Well, first of all, it's not your money. And these leagues, these organizations continue to make more and more money. And second of all, like, what would you rather Jalen Hurts walk? Like, what what are we saying here? He's not going to be the highest paid QB in the league for much longer, I can't imagine. But even then, he probably deserves it. He's what, 24 Mm-hmm. He just took the team to the Super Bowl in his second year as a starter. Went toe-to-toe with Mahomes, outplayed him, and that's outplayed a fact. Yeah. That's a fact. The numbers back it up. You can't argue that. Um, and there's no reason to believe why he can't find himself back in the mix for the foreseeable future. Yeah, that's 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 all good points. So to think that Hertz won't even be 30 years old, or he'll just be turning 30 years old when this contract is over. Like You have a chance to cash in again. Before 30, $255 million. I'll be 30 in November, and I'm just looking, I'm looking at this like, bro, this man is going to be like, like, there's a difference between being rich and being wealthy. This man is wealthy because wealth is long term. 
So, yeah. and I'm, I'm, as we all know, he's very smart with his money, has a very smart team around him. And my favorite uh, quote to live by is that if you're not the smartest man in the room, then you, you need to find a different room. And he has clearly made sure that he's been able to surround himself with people. I would that, argue he's been wealthy before he ever got paid to begin with. And what now? Wealthy individual. Just and everything knowledge? he brings to the table, man. Everything. Yeah, it's 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 a lot. So they asked Jalen Hurts yesterday about why you didn't why didn't you want to take a fully guaranteed contract similarly to that of Deshaun Watson or similarly to that of what Lamar Jackson allegedly is requesting. And you said it takes a village, and we all understand that the uh, the roster construction is going to be like my my contract would be detrimental to the team if I was to take on a fully guaranteed contract and take all this money. So he understood that he wants to keep uh, the the key pieces of the roster intact around him. And like he said yesterday, that's on every T-shirt, every Instagram post you're going to find to this point. But money is nice and championships are better. And that's, that's the way he states. Money is cool, but I want to I win championships. He said that mm. following the Super Bowl loss, he said it all throughout the offseason, and he said it yesterday when addressing his contract, a very important day for himself, the most the the the, the most successful day arguably of his career to this point. And he said, he said, this isn't, this isn't an arrival point. This is just part of the journey. So just because he got to this point doesn't mean he's done. He's not complacent. He's still going to be hungry. And I think that Howie and Jeffrey Lurie uh, uh, stated this as well, that, you know, sometimes a young kid gets a lot of money. It changes their character a little bit. Uh, how are they going to act? You don't have that kind of worry with Jalen. You know, he's going to act the same. He said yesterday, nothing changes but the weather. And I truly, truly believe that. And I think that now he wants to live up to this contract. The organization I thought he was like him. the thermometer or something. I thought he sets the temperature. He's a lot of things. He's a lot of things. He sets the temperature. He does a lot of things, and you can. He's going to trademark all of it. But uh, but he. I think I think now that he's he feels in debt to the organization a little bit, and I think now he's going to prove that he's worth that contract, mm-hmm. and he's going to want to play up and live up to that contract. So that's why I'm not particularly concerned about. Um, is he going to get complacent now that he's getting paid? I truthfully believe that the fire still burns, like he says, and I think he's going to to do everything he can to live up to this. Uh, highest paid, highest contract in in history in terms of of AAV anyway. Part of me, like I, I don't know at this point because I wouldn't question him or ever doubt him ever at this point. But like a part of me wonders, there's got to be a major like weight lifted off his shoulders because now it's like let's just go out there and ball and do my job. Like I'm paid now, you know what I mean? Like let's just go mm-hmm. out there and do the thing. That's it. That's the only thing that matters. Yeah, exactly. Um, it's probably the only thing that mattered anyway. Maybe I was wrong. Maybe he never truly cared. But he's human. Like, come on, he's human, you know? Uh, right, right. Obviously, so, yeah, his agent and being involved and everything like that, there's a lot more that goes into it than just him, obviously. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So as far as his contract is What a story, though, people, by the way, huh? For who? Nicole Lynn, his agent? Yeah, just all of it is is crazy, huh? Yeah. How about it? From being, from being benched in the an championship game. An Instagram DM. Yeah. And then from being benched in, all in, in the uh, in the championship game to being drafted with that 53rd overall pick in, in 2020 to all of us questioning why is this happening? What is going on? Oh my God! What a waste of resources! This and that. And now he's he's seemingly the best quarterback in the NFC and is going to be be able to compete with this team and have them in championship contention for the foreseeable future. At least that's 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 the assumption. And people, everybody wants to say, oh, because the cap hits. The cap hits are are an important thing too. 2023. Jalen Hurts only counts for six point one five million against the cap. Twenty twenty four, thirteen point five million. Twenty twenty five, twenty one million. Twenty twenty six, thirty one million. And everybody's like, oh, especially rival fans, you know, Cowboys, Giants fans, are all like, oh, you're gonna have to pay Jalen at some point. Those cap hits in twenty twenty seven and twenty twenty eight. We were like, like six and zero against the Giants bro. last year. I think we, I think we literally played and beat the Giants six times last year. I don't t- hear the Cowboys anything fans are looking me in the face and saying, well, that cap hit in twenty twenty eight, bro. Twenty twenty eight, five years down the road. 
I don't care what happens five years down the road and what and what's all going to happen. His deal is going to get reworked. They're going to restructure his deal. They're going to re-extend him mm-hmm. as long as his trajectory continues to improve and he plays at a high level. Nobody's worried about what this contract is going to look like in five years just because the Dallas Cowboys weren't able to surround Dak Prescott uh, with talent while his cap hit was was a minimal number. And now he's about to count for astronomical numbers against the cap. And now they have to st- scramble for talent and all this just because they weren't able to do it doesn't mean the Eagles are like going to follow year in the suit. league. Dak Prescott's been in the league for like 18 years, so Nothing's still hasn't changed. gotten Nothing's to an NFC championship game. And hasn't he had gotten more to an change in literally one offseason and one season than Dallas has for 20-plus years. The Eagles have gotten the Eagles have gotten to two Super Bowls during Dak's career. That's all I have to say. So, so that's fine. That's all we have to say in regards to that. But very good on Jalen Hurts. Very good on the organization. Very good for getting this done before Burrow, Justin Herbert. And all of them got paid because now Hurts has set the bar. And now all these other rising young star QBs are going to be looking at this deal and being like, I want I want similar money to this. Joe Burrow probably has an argument because he's been to a Super Bowl. Herbert has to show something. Um, and I if I was if I was his agent, the the last thing I would do is bring in that box score to that uh to that Jacksonville playoff game and being like, This is why Herbert should be paid, because that's really mm. going against him right there. And who knows what's going to happen with Lamar? The uh, Aaron Rodgers domino finally fell yesterday. So quarterback shuffle. And with the draft upcoming in a couple of days, we'll get a better. Look I'm hyped for the Jets. The, uh, to be honest with you, at the uh, landscape. Oh, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a undercover Jets fan. I love the Jets. I always said they were a quarterback away. I really wanted to see Lamar go there if it was possible. I think Derek Carr. They're the best NFL team, by the way, in the New York slash New mm-hmm. Jersey area. For I the think record. Derek Carr made a lot of sense, but we'll see what Aaron Rodgers uh, uh, can can do, and I'm excited to see that see him out of the NFC. That's for sure. It's pretty, Jalen Hurts and the rest. In the mm-hmm. NFC. So very happy that Jalen Hurts is here long term. Uh, very happy with the numbers. Very happy with how it looks on both sides. So, uh, well, 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 very uh, intrigued to see how that how this plays out 2023 and beyond. So speaking of which, now that we have the building blocks in place, it is now time to turn to the NFL draft and the apple of everyone's eye as of right now. Texas running back Bijan. Mm-hmm. Robinson, who everybody's saying is the last piece to of the offense. You have A.J. Brown, you have Devonta Smith, you have Dallas Goddard. I didn't know there was missing Jalen pieces Hurts. on the offense to begin with. There isn't, with. but Rashad Penny, you know, everybody's like, oh, he's going to stay upright for six games, blah, 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 this and that, and that's understandably so. You have Kenneth Gainwell, who showed out during the postseason. You have Boston Scott, who's brought back on a, on a one-year deal, and you add Rashad Penny to the mix. Uh, you know, that's that's a very good power runner as long as he stays healthy. And then you look at Bijan Robinson, who, like I said, many are comparing to Saquon Barkley, who many are comparing to Adrian Peterson, who many are comparing to to Danian Tomlinson, who's not just a a, a runner because people are like, oh, uh, if he comes to Philly, people are going to be upset that he only runs twelve times a game. And then so you can line him up in the slot, who they brought in Alamai Zacchaeus uh, to compete in that with 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 Quest Watkins, who looks like he's going to be here another season but Bijan Robinson isn't just isn't just a a runner just a power runner out of the backfield he's a weapon that can be utilized all over all over the field so I if you were to ask me this Steve a month a month and a half ago I was out on Bijan I was like no nah, I can't do running back the eight old adage that running back is undervalued and this and that but in the last week or so I've convinced myself and I guess you want to take credit for helping me get there but I've yeah, I've, I've, I've convinced myself that Bijan is the guy and he's the right pick at 10 you have a runner a guy who's going to be here throughout the duration of Jalen Hurts' career, a guy you won't have to pay a ton of money to. I'm, I'm, I think he can. I think, I think he right. can do While it. the win now, I hate to say win now, but I like this window's big now. For the record, the window's big, but I feel like you really, really want to capitalize within the next couple of years, right? And of there's course, no and better you can do way that to do that, with that than have a on a guy, rookie right, contract. 
Well, there's a reason why these reports, have you seen the reports coming out that teams are literally fearing the idea yes. of him on the Philadelphia Eagles? Dude, the what teams are, you? teams are terrified, terrified in of an the era idea. Where, where, in an era where it's frowned upon, it's literally frowned upon to draft a running back in the first round in general. Mm-hmm. Which you look at all the fits too. Scouts have been trying to see the fit. The only team ahead ahead of Eagles they pick at, at number ten. If, if the only team I see that can be a potential destination is is Atlanta because they have Drake London, they have Kyle Pitts, they have Tyler Algier who mm. who played well last season. Cordell Patterson is still there. I think they could be. I mean, they have a lot of holes they need to fill, but I think they could be talked into taking Bijan Robinson at number eight. But man, but there's there's a lot of signs pointing to him being available at ten, and there's a lot of signs pointing to Philadelphia being the best destination for him. And I understand that it's the number ten overall pick. I understand that it's a high, you know, high high uh, high value resource. I also understand that it could be a long time before the Eagles ever pick this high again, considering mm. the success that that the franchise is anticipating. But you, man, I just think I just think you if you can do it, and I understand that you know Super Bowl teams with uh, don't don't win championships with running backs, and I understand that the reason we lost the Super Bowl last year wasn't because of the running back; it was because we yeah. couldn't stop Patrick Mahomes. But man, if you can. You can outscore everybody 56 to 49 and win games that way. I just don't understand how teams are going to combat against Bijan Robinson and Jalen Hurts and Devontae Smith and AJ Brown and Dallas Goddard. I just really don't see it happening. You can score in so many ways and it, and it allows Jalen Hurts to take less hits and you can, and Sirianni can phrase it any way he wants. I know we didn't pay him more to do less, but you're going to do what you can to protect Jalen Hurts and make sure yeah. he takes less hits. At least in Bijan the regular Robinson, season, at least in the, in the regular season, season, all bets are off. And Bijan Robinson and Bijan Robinson is a guy that is young and is going to be. You can put all the tread you want on those tires throughout that rookie contract, and you get the ben, you get the luxury of a fifth round option. And I don't even think it would be round. like Saquon Barkley workload necessarily. It's, it's not. It wouldn't be because Jalen is still going to get his carries, field. and yeah. you still have Penny, and you have Gainwell at least for the next year. Penny well, and the Gainwell, passing game too. And Scott, and you get to use him in Every the passing day. game. Where where this offensive where, line? Where I would argue after AJ and Devontae Smith, like it's not that it's not. That, like impressive after after those two pass catchers. As far as the receiver depth chart goes, you have Zacchaeus, who's coming off a career year with a with a low volume offense in Atlanta. I like oh, the things he can bring. And well, I'm saying as far as the receiver depth chart goes, oh. after AJ and Devontae, it's not like you feel particularly great about it. It's Quez, it's Zacchaeus, it's Britton Covey, it's Greg Ward. But if you can add a guy like Bijan, who's also a very, very good pass catcher, yeah. I just think he completes it. He's he's not one dimensional. I think he can do so many things for your offense, more so than whatever is going to be available. If Jalen Carter oh, yeah. is gone and Skaronsky is gone and, and we'll get oh, into, right. okay. and we'll get into all okay. these players. I think that Bijan Robinson will potentially be the best player available at number ten and the Eagles shouldn't shouldn't overthink it. Is is my stance on it. As of as of Tuesday, two days before the draft. <laughs> yep. That's where I'm at. But actually I would prefer if they could just land an like a superstar potential talent on either side of the ball in the trenches that would be my preference just because that's our formula you know if somebody's available i mentioned a trade up like would you trade up for carter a couple spots would you yeah know? yeah and i'll get and, okay. I'll, and i'll get and i'll get into that because that's in a, actually my number one i would do that that's what oh, i would do of course of course but one more thing before we move on to, to other talents the people are saying the eagles it's it's against the eagles Howie will never do it Howie took what 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 round did he take miles sanders in Second round, round, correct? Two. Round two. Yep, that's fairly early. That's an early resource. Uh, they tried to 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 get Dalvin Cook right before Minnesota moved ahead of them, and they took Sidney Jones. Mm. And I'm pretty sure that it was all but certain that they would take Christian McCaffrey in that draft in in the top 15, and if he was available, I'm pretty sure they were they were all but certain we're going to take Christian McCaffrey. And Bijan Robinson is 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 comparable 
to Christian McCaffrey. I think he completes the offense, and I know uh, there, there's going to be other guys like Zach Charbonnet and Jameer Gibbs. I love Jameer Gibbs, but, man, this guy, Bijan, I, I, I – he does it for me, man. He does it for me, especially at that pick where, where those guys put, could potentially be gone. I know there's other needs. I know you got beef up the D-line. I know How do you, you stop wanna... the RPO game? How, what do you, you don't. You don't. It's Jalen and AJ, and I can't. I can't. I'm going to get too excited. Because, like, you mentioned, like, obviously him as a ball carrier, but he's great in the passing game, too. Like, I'm just, I can't imagine. You know who, you know what ruined it for us, though? The Isaiah Pacheco's of the world. When he what he did what he did in the Super Bowl, and he was taking what, in the uh, seventh round on the Chiefs. So it's just like, how he can find a guy in the third. I got, like, Tank Bigsby. Uh, and, then, and, and another thing is this. Like, I know it's not the fun thing to do at all, but you kind of want to think maybe a little more long-term because you mentioned we're not going to have the opportunity to draft this right. guy again. Mm-hmm. But I think the bottom line is this, and this is why I'm so excited is – in general, I feel like your goal as a team should always be draft the best player available, but teams mm-hmm. obviously have needs. There's needs. Everybody has needs. And when you look at this team, I guess you could say there's needs, but it's not necessarily like a desperation type thing. It's kind of more like this is a premium pick that we may not have the opportunity to select again for God knows when, right? We hope not. We I hope feel like I feel like drafting for need on a year-to-year basis is counterproductive. I feel like teams don't succeed that way. Like, just take the best talent and make it work. I feel like unless, like, the talent, the BPA and and the next guy's, like, two picks below and he's really need, then you do it that way. Yeah. But I don't, I, reaching mm-hmm. for need doesn't work for me. And I just think B. Right, like, I'm thinking if Carter's gone, uh-huh. you really believe in that. What's his name? That guard? Is he a guard? or is he Skaronsky? Who's Skaronsky? Yeah, you really, you yeah like he's him? better. Like, if he's that? there, I would, I would strongly consider it. I think he's good because... And and I guess well this is where we'll we'll segue into the other guys. Skaronsky for me would be a day one starter, and I know it would it would mm. raise a lot of I don't want to say anger, but it would it would it would get people uncomfortable because you have Cam Jurgens and you don't want him to sit. Second round picks shouldn't sit for two consecutive seasons to start their career. But the thing about Jurgens is that he was a center only prospect. Everybody's confident that Jeff Stoutland, and there's no reason to doubt it that Jeff Stoutland can mold him into a starting right guard. But you draft Skaronsky and he slides right into that. Hold up. Who's playing left guard? Uh, Dickerson, Landon. Landon plays left guard. Who's playing right guard? Nobody right now. We'll see Amalu, but he left him free agency. But people are expecting Cam Jurgens to to fill that role. That's the thing. And, but uh, if you draft Skaronsky, if you draft Skaronsky, he's he, he he just slides in there already. You don't have to coach him up. You don't have to cross train him or anything. And then you just have Jurgens waiting in the wings for whatever. You don't have like Andre Dillard. Well, he's waiting. the first guy off the bench, though, man. Yeah, exactly. like, And then you, can, you don't Kel- have Kelsey's you don't have Andre open. Dillard this year waiting in the wings. If something happens, you can't just plug him in at tackle. That's why Paris Johnson. People are people are looking at him. I think Skaronsky is a good pick if you want to really build the trenches. The Eagles. It's have, the boring pick, but you guys have to realize it's, it's a guy who's playing every single down. Mm-hmm. And it's a guy who's going to help Bijan, and he would be a workhorse. He's not playing every single down. It's a guy that's going to help protect your two hundred fifty-five million dollar investment. So, so like we would hate it now, like how I hated the Landon pick at the time because I wanted Asante Samuel Jr. and uh, JOK, who's with Cleveland. I wanted all these guys, but now Landon Dickerson is a Pro Bowl left guard, so you can't Shit, really complain about him it. So and trade for Derrick Henry, man, let's get back. Let's run <laughs> let's our way to the back, Super Bowl. Yeah. Mind you, let me let me just tell you guys right now. I, I think this has been confirmed by other outlets to this source, but I can confirm. I've been told. That uh, God, I sound like another podcast. I don't really enjoy when they say this, but Whoa. I've been told. <laughs> yeah, but I, 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 I was informed rather that the Eagles never even made contact oh. with the, the Titans in regards to Derrick Henry. There was never even a call made. So the guy 
who uh who who reported that it was done the eagles literally never even called nor has any team mm. called the titans about derrick henry so so uh i'll just put that out there so as, as fun as that was on saturday uh, the eagles never even contacted them never inquired never even made a, so much as made a phone call to the titans in regards to derrick henry doesn't mean it won't happen but as of now um they they, they haven't done so dalvin cook could potentially be on the move there's some guys Austin eckler still rumored to be traded uh so so there's a couple guys i'm sure the eagles will survey when the time comes but yes Garonsky is a guy I think is probably going to go uh, uh top 10 I think he makes a lot of sense for uh Chicago Chicago needs O-line help to, to protect Justin Fields who's on the rise uh but if he's available I would strongly consider it now on to the guy that the yeah. majority consensus is if he's available you take him Jalen well there's Hart. another guy we haven't talked about uh is there I'll, any scenario where they trade all the way up just to get the best edge rusher in the draft who Tyree uh Tyree Wilson oh he's the best what, what who's what about who the Bama player? Oh, Will Anderson. Oh, that Will Anderson. Yeah. Nah, there, there, there's no shot that happens. Nah. No, because the Eagles, the Eagles don't want to trade into the top five. The I, I was also informed. <laughs> I keep saying this, but um, uh, people, people have told me I've had conversations with people around the league in regards to the draft, and the Eagles are making calls to try and move up from ten to potentially take Jalen Carter if he slides into oh, the six to nine on, range. Come on, six come on, come on, man. So Let's go. The come Eagles on. right now are scared of Chicago. Scared of Chicago potentially taking them. Chicago's at nine. They're they're scared that Dude, uh, him they and Jordan Davis. Him. Come on, man. The Eagles are making calls around the league, poking around to see if they can get ahead of Chicago in that six, seven, eight range to Ooh. potentially take Jalen Carter. If Seattle doesn't take him at number five. That's the kicker. If Seattle doesn't take him at number five, the Eagles are going to be aggressive to move up to get Jordan Davis's former teammate. Can you imagine the havoc that those two lock would, all would, windows would and doors? Here we go over the middle of that defensive line. Now we have the red flags. We don't want to go without saying we understand oh, the, on, the, the devastating car accident that he was a part of and uh, his immature, alleged immaturity issues. And he showed up to his pro day nine, ten pounds overweight and this and that. But Stephen, tell me a team that has more intel. On, on Jalen Carter than the Philadelphia mm. Eagles. With N'Kobe Dean and Jordan Davis in that building, there's no team in this league, in my opinion, that knows more about Jalen Carter, the person, the character, and what he could possibly be. I see Prime and Dominican Sue when I watch Jalen Carter's tape. Ooh. That's what I see. Prime and Dominican Sue, like, I mean, not the dirtiness, but I see as far as, as, as being a game record. in the Super Bowl, man. Get that pressure up front of my homes, <laughs> oh, man. man. Well, yeah, on that, that slip and right. slide field, I don't know about that. But as far as a, a, a game wrecker, a guy who can take over a game on defense yes, that's and just ruin want, a quarterback routine. That's what you draft this high, right? Jalen Carter is, is that. The Eagles... If he's if if, he, if he's there at ten, the Eagles are taking him. They, I'm, Don't I'm you pretty feel sure. like that's what's actually like? I said we are missing something, it's not as anywhere near as much as like a game wrecker on defense. I think Jordan Davis has a lot of potential. He could potentially as a run be that, stuffer. But like, yeah, but imagine losing. Imagine losing Hargrave, and you get a guy like Jalen Carter and just oh, put man. plug him right in there. That's that's and that's going to talk about an every down impact. That is like the best possible use of your resources, right there. That's the Eagles' pick. That is the Eagles' Come philosophy. On, that is the reputation they build inside and out. And you can't even you wouldn't have a better building block from the inside than Jalen Carter. In uh, uh, in my opinion, and him and he and Jordan Davis would just be monsters over over the middle. And the Eagles, if he's there at ten, the Eagles have taken him. They, I'm pretty sure they told him on his pre-draft visit, which is why right after the visit, Jalen Carter told his agent, "We're not talking to anybody outside of the top oh, 10. I don't care if they God. want to trade up, this and that. I'm almost certain the Eagles told him, "If you're there at ten, we're take you're you're an Eagle. No, don't even bother talking to anybody." Something about else. that ten spot, huh? Yeah, something about that. Yeah, that Devonte. Something Smith about that or, ten spot. Yeah, yeah, Devonte Smith. 
was the uh, was the last one taken. But yeah, I, th- I the big pick to watch is number five. If Seattle doesn't take him at number five, Eagles are in business. They are. Well, who they are else gonna... would they lead in Seattle? Like, is there any other player? Uh, most of the mocks I see are uh, are Seattle. I've seen quarterbacks go there because in case Gino is whatever, oh, they just extended him. I've seen I've seen a lot of things. I'll see what, what uh, who they're mocked for the most part in a second. But that's the big pick to watch if Seattle doesn't take uh, 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 Jalen Carter. To the, the clubhouse. Eagles. All the all the friends are here, man. Welcome to the the clubhouse. Yep, hey, the whole Georgia get Keely Ringo and the and uh, at number thirty overall get the whole Georgia defense up in here. But so speaking of the Georgia defense, another pick. That I've heard another guy that I've heard is high, high, high on the draft board. If they lose out on the Jalen Carter sweepstakes, can't even call it sweepstakes. Just lose out on on Jalen Carter. It's Nolan Smith, the 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 off ball linebacker, mm. the edge rusher, a guy who a lot of scouts are comparing to Hassan Reddick, who 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 uh, wow. coincidentally plays in Philadelphia as well. I like what Nolan Smith brings. I think he's uh, I think he's aggressive off the edge. I think he brings a lot as a pass rusher and he can slide in as a rotational player behind Josh Sweat, Hassan Reddick and some of those guys. You have Derek Barnett coming back. You re- you brought back Brandon Graham. Um so so I think that Nolan Smith would provide good rotation value and there's definitely Hassan Reddick potential in him. If you have those two coming off the edge, they're mm. going to be difficult to stop. Uh is there anything you like in particular about Nolan Smith? Have you have you heard or seen a lot about him? Is he a guy if if, if Jalen Carter is off the board, Skronsky's off the board, they don't go Bijan and they stay put at number 10. If they say they got, uh, oh, he's a guy you could you would draft that high, huh? I'm asking you. Would you? I or guess. Would you so. be? Or mean, would you be let down? Would you? Be, would you be disappointed? I mean, I, I don't know if I'd be disappointed. I mean, that would be my preference. If he's everything you say he is, I, I just you know I I just don't want to reach. I don't want to reach on anybody. But I mean, if you feel he's the best player available, then yeah, sure. I will say that Nolan Smith at number ten to me. Feels like a reach. I feel like you can move back, and uh, that's what and I was thinking. I feel like you can move back and get him, but knowing the Eagles, I don't think they would want to uh, take the risk to move back and potentially lose out on number one a Georgia player. I think they just want to mm. take Georgia players on defense and Bama players on offense and say forget all the other <laughs> and say forget all the all the other teams. So, uh, but I like I like what Nolan Smith brings. He makes a lot of sense from a philosophy standpoint. He makes a lot of sense from a schematic standpoint, uh, and I think that if. Uh, if that is uh, the route they're going to take, I wouldn't be upset about it. I'd feel like they could move back and take him. But if I hear his name at number 10, certainly wouldn't be uh, be uh, disappointed. I will tell you a name that I will be disappointed, though. And this is another name that, for whatever reason, nobody loves except the Eagles. Don't know why the Eagles love him, but I, I, I've, I've been relayed that that the Eagles are, are in love with this guy. and could potentially take him at 10, and that is one Lucas Van Ness. What? So, <laughs> so... Lucas Van Ness is a he's 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 a I don't I don't think I would even call him intriguing. He's there's promise there. He's promising. I don't think he I think he's got a way. I think he got to where he is. That that's that's messed up to say. I wouldn't say that. I think mm. he uses his power to get to the quarterback a lot, but I don't think from a from a technique standpoint, I don't think he knows how to rush the quarterback. I just I don't think he knows what to do with his hands. Yeah, right, I don't well, think I don't, I don't don't need I don't, to talk anymore, man. I I just I don't I don't have confidence in the tape I watched. He, he was never a starter in college. I just don't know what what there is. He is mocked with, a first round pick. He's mocked. Well, the oh, Eagles are, are. There's been rumblings and and I'm hearing inklings that the Eagles could, could take him at ten and that oh, Van Ness wouldn't make it past him. I don't oh, see. Please tell me he has how power. he's going to get back to his old ways. Please he has power. Like he has power. He uses. He can kind of like bull rush his guys in college, but he never started. And I just don't particularly think he knows oh, how no. to get around 
offensive guys without using his strength. I, I don't think oh, he knows no. what to do. Not to say he can't be coached up, but I don't. I don't either. He's the one guy, like people ask me all the time, who's the one guy you would be upset about in this draft? It's Lucas Van Ness for me. So it's the Marcus Smith thing all over Yeah, again. yeah, it screams oh, Marcus no. Smith to me. It definitely has a has Please a don't has do a that. Don't do definitely that. Definitely has Marcus Marcus Smith vibes about it. Don't him, do that. I, just, I don't know when we're picking this. Don't do that. Again. Don't do that. Yeah, I just wouldn't I just wouldn't be I would I wouldn't be about it. And the thing with that, and I know that they have to get younger edge rusher, which we just touched on. With uh, we just touched on with Nolan Smith, but I think that Van Ness is a guy you can get in the in the twenties, in the in the back end of of what it is. I don't I don't know. It's it's a lot. So I will read this report from uh, uh, Van Ness about why people assume that he won't make it past Philadelphia's first pick. I'll read it right here. This is per uh, Adam Kaplan in his mock draft. Lucas Van Ness, edge out of Iowa. The Eagles are one of the most forward-thinking teams in the NFL, and when they've gotten it right with their first-round picks in years past, they do so with more of an eye on the future, i.e. Devontae Smith, rather than the current season. Lucas Van Ness, who several personnel executives I've spoken to of late believe won't make it past the Eagles here, can line up at a few defensive line positions due to his size and versatility. Size is not the issue. It's his technique, in my opinion. With veteran defensive end Brandon Graham turning 35 recently, they'll be able to replace him with the long term with Van S. It's worth noting that the Eagles had some interest in former Cardinals defensive end Zach Allen during free agency, according to a leak source who has a similar skill set to Van Ness. I don't see it on tape. I don't see it in the scouting report. I didn't see it in testing. So it's that's that is that is that is yeah, that's a guy I would rather not. But these are the three names that I've heard of recent Jalen Carter, Nolan Smith. And I Lucas, imagine that's a trade back scenario, right? And Lucas Van Ness. I would pray it's a, it's a trade it's a trade back scenario. Now, uh, before we, before we get out of here, I do want to give you my my ideal scenario of what of what I would like to happen Uh-oh. in this draft. And it's a pick that the Eagles aren't really linked to at all. It's a pick that has never happened in the Eagles' ninety year history. But oh, it's a pick I'm going to say. ride home. Go. So Tampa Bay picks number nineteen, right? Eagles pick number ten. The the Tampa Bay well well today now Will Levis is shooting up the fucking number one but but Tampa Bay has increasingly been linked to Will Levis out of Kentucky as their next quarterback of the future they have Kyle Trask they have Baker Mayfield I guess they'll try and figure it out for a season but they love Will Levis maybe they're Tampa dangerous Bay, on draft day Tampa Bay trades us number nineteen overall and a first round pick next year we get to continue the draft tracker tradition of rooting for teams to lose to better our draft stock. Now, people will argue with me, be like, we don't need future draft picks anymore. We just need to, to select and move and build. And that's fine. I still want to root for teams to lose. So the Tampa Bay trades 19 to the and, the and a future first round pick next year. Tampa Bay won't be good next year, mind you. So there's top 10 potential to the Philadelphia Eagles. The Eagles at number 19 take. Defensive All right, are we going to just do this every year? Like, we got to make the back pick eventually, man. Slash safety. Oh. Brian Branch, bring it to me. We need a safety. We need a safety. We got Terrell Edmonds, which is cool. We brought in Justin Evans, who nobody knows what he is. Reed Blankenship showed promise. If you bring me Brian Branch, who can line up everywhere, he can match up with tight ends. He's very good with matching up on bigger pass-catching tight ends. He's very good at matching up with shifty guys out of the slot. He can run downfield and run with receivers. He's he is the He, last season, had 14 tackles for loss. That was the most by Alabama defensive back in the Knicks saving era. Mm. This man is everything. He can come off the edge. He can cover. He can pass defend. He can run defend. He is everything you want on defense. I love Brian Brandt to death. He is my draft crush, other than B. John Robinson, obviously. If the Eagles trade back, Brian Branch is my guy. I think you got to do it. I think you got to do it. I would love well, that. if that happens, I'm with you. I mean, I just, you know, the Eagles just don't. 
People talk about the Eagles not valuing running back. It's actually safety that they neglect. Safety they don't value. They yeah. neglect that. Safety in the draft. and in linebacker. The draft. I haven't heard a whisper of a linebacker, but the class is pretty bad this year as far as linebackers. But it's going to be Nicholas Morrow. And uh, and I know people want Devin White and uh, – and uh, who's the other guy available? Um, uh, yeah. Um, Devin White and uh, who's, the, who's the other linebacker? The guy on the um, Titans maybe? Um, no, no. What the hell? the hell? There's another one. There's another one. Um, he just request. He just didn't he just request a trade? Who the hell is it? Oh, uh, oh, not Buda Baker. Um, I thought there was another linebacker out there. Uh, but people are screaming for Devin White and screaming mm-hmm. for Buda Baker. You want to talk about a guy who would who would complete the defense? Buda Baker is that guy. Yeah, I don't know what's going on at. there, but that's that. But as far as so 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 you're like because you hit it out of the park with the Kenneth Gainwell, um, um the the other day, and we haven't talked a ton about a lot of, of sleeper picks. Later on in the draft, oh. but what is your ideal? What is your ideal first round? What are you hoping for? Because the Eagles have two picks, number ten and number thirty. I will give you I my prediction of what I think will happen Thursday night. First, you give me what your ideal scenario will be at the end of Thursday night. This scenario happens, and you'll be happy with it. What would that be? Honestly, man, because you saw how good this team is, I'm not in the in the conversation of trying to be cute. I just want to get the best player available and just overwhelm teams. We, this team is so somehow how he was able to retain as many players as he could key players. I may add, I just want to add the best possible player. And that to me, man, if it's Carter, it's Carter. If it's, if it's Bijan, it's Bijan. Like I, uh, I just want to overwhelm team next year, overwhelm teams next year, you know? And, uh, that trade back scenario is definitely intriguing. If Brian Branch is everything you say he is, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I'm in the business of like, just give me, like, go get a generational guy. Let's just add one more piece on a rookie contract. Like, now's the time while Jalen's, you know, his salary is his salary. And then you even open up the potential of like making trades. I mean, you mentioned Buda Baker. Like, who knows? I mean, you know, where there's smoke, there's fire when it comes to that stuff. I certainly feel like how he. How he would prefer, I think, how he would pre- would prefer to trade for a safety. Yet again, I feel like um, that's where I'm at. I think how he wants to make a splash move. But that my so my official prediction is, I think whether they get him at ten or move back, I do think they come away with Nolan Smith. I think Jalen Carter goes wow. top six. I think I I really as much as I would like it, I really don't feel like they go the Bijan route. They'll get it back in the mid rounds. And Peter Skaronsky will likely go to Chicago. So I think they walk away with Nolan Smith and they trade out of 30 for more second round picks. If I had to make a, if I had to make a, an educated guess, that would be that would be what I would suggest. Now let me give you this scenario. Actually, first, have you watched any of the corners on tape? How would you feel about a guy like Devin Witherspoon or you just like Slay Bradbury? I don't give a fuck. Oh, I was a big fan and I completely forgot his name because it's been so long. This draft process has been exhausting because I was looking heavy into it when I thought we were losing both of our corners, but I was a huge fan of the Oregon guy. I'll say that over everybody. I forget his Um, name now. Was it it, um, Christian Gonzalez? Yes, and yes. people will bring up the Penn State corner that stop. They don't compare. Don't do that. Joey Porter. Joey Porter, yeah. Yeah, let's not do that. The top corner. I'm telling Christian, you, the Oregon guy is going to be a baller. Yeah, he is. He's. I think it's Christian, Gall- Christian Gonzalez. My favorite guy in this class is Devin Witherspoon. That guy is offended when people throw at him. When quarterbacks throw at him, he's offended. Like, you really threw him my direction. He's chippy. He's a spicy player. He he, he loves to play cornerback. I like him a lot. Uh, it's Gonzalez Witherspoon, Joey Porter. You got uh, Keely Ringo, who the Eagles had in for a visit. Mm-hmm. If you want to just rebuild the Georgia defense, uh, you could do that as well. So let me give you one last scenario before we before we get out of here. Uh, I'm going to give you the top nine picks in this potential draft. I'll give you the top nine picks in order. 
and you tell me what you would do in this order, okay? I'll give you the nine picks, and you tell me what you would do. Pick number one, Panthers, Bryce Young. Pick number two, Texans, C.J. Stroud. Pick number three, Cardinals, Will Anderson. Pick number four, the Colts, they take Will Levis. Pick number five, Seattle, they take edge rusher Tyree Wilson out of Texas Tech. Number six, Lions select Jalen Carter. Number seven, Raiders take Anthony Richardson. They got Jimmy G there, so they need a quarterback of the future. Pick number eight, the Falcons take Christian Gonzalez, your Oregon cornerback. Mm. Pick number nine, the Bears take Peter Skaronsky. Number 10 is on the clock. What are you doing? Those guys are off the board. Carter's off the board. Skaronsky's off the board. What are you doing on the clock? I mean, I, I don't. I hate talking about trade backs because it's so like specific. Wait a second, you didn't name Bijan, mm-hmm. dude. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Why was I trying to overthink this? <laughs> you're taking Bijan Robinson. What are we at, doing? At, 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 you're taking Bijan Robinson at number ten. I asked you this because I put this uh, uh, mock draft on on Twitter and asked, "What would you do?" Of course, a million responses. Um, so a lot of Bijans, a lot of a lot of uh, Bijans were in there. Um, there is a lot of trade backs. People said they would trade back in that scenario. Um, Witherspoon, Witherspoon would be available. They would take Witherspoon or Brian Branch and don't look back. Brian Branch, I think would be an incredible reach at number 10. A lot of people saying trade back to 19, uh, Nolan Smith or Witherspoon. I would take there. I think, I think corner is interesting because you do have Bradbury and Slay for the, for the next couple of years. But I also think that if one of them pulls a handy or something to getting up there in age, who's, who's next in line. You got Zach McPherson, Josh Job, those guys. I think it wouldn't, I think it would benefit the Eagles to take a, uh, a cornerback at some point in this draft. You do have to definitely get younger at, pos- at that position. At one point we, we used to discuss about how we're not going to have either of these cornerbacks next season. Certainly not going to have Bradbury and Slay was on his way out bef- before uh, they, they, they rework that. Now they have both, but I would certainly, look into uh, getting a cornerback in here to groom for a, one of them get injured or whatever the situation is. I will say this, Stephen, key Eagles players under contract until at least 2026, Jalen Hurts, A.J. Brown, Lane Johnson, Jordan Malata, Dallas Goddard, Darius Slay, James Bradbury, and Devontae Smith. Devontae Smith is eligible for a new extension Next year, if I had to guess on what that contract would look like, I would say he's in that $22, $23 million range. I think Devontae next offseason gets about four years, $90 million if they go that route. He is eligible for the fifth-year option. Don't know if you want to go that route. That's another thing about this Jalen contract. Last point before we we wrap this up. They did this without any drama, no animosity, Mm. no games, no bickering back and forth, and they got it done before the draft, before offseason programs and everything. I don't think either – side well yeah they probably have but man i don't think enough credit can be given to either side on how professional they were about it we didn't even hear it they said it was intense negotiations but it didn't get chippy it didn't get mean and they kept it very tight-lipped i'm very impressed with how quickly and efficiently that that contract got done yeah i mean it's a just look at lamar just look at lamar <laughs> but also just a combination of as jalen says it takes a village you know it that's does. what we have here and that is certainly what they have. And they want to make sure the other guys eat, too. It wasn't just me. Some reporter yesterday asked, like, how do you think the people are going to react to you, like, making more money than them, like, substantially more money? Jalen looked at this guy and looked like he wanted to say, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> but he just looked at him and was like, I just want a ball, man. Like, I don't think anybody's worried about that. He was mm-hmm. like, I don't think players are going to give a fuck. Like, Jalen deserves right. that money. He certainly deserves that money. Um, any final thoughts on the draft or Jalen before, uh, before we wrap this up? Definitely felt good to get on here 
and uh, do the show right before the draft to give our thoughts and expectations and some of the news I have and what the Eagles' plans are, potentially trading up for Jalen Carter. They love Van Ness for whatever reason, uh, and they also do love Nolan Smith. So keep your eyes on those on those names as uh, Thursday Thursday gets closer. I'm just looking forward to the draft. I'm looking forward to just talking about what they end up doing. Grinding tape on these guys, speculating on their fits. Yeah, I'm tired of it. I'm just ready to see what they do. And then the we can really figure it out. The mock, the mock draft season does get tedious after a while because yeah, I'm you can so only, like it, like and you're researching like a hundred hundred plus guys and ninety plus of them aren't going to be on the team so like you did all this work for nothing as I'm ready as to it suit is. up for the first game of the season if I'm being honest oh yeah I'm ready even watching I'm that conference ready. I was like man I'm ready I'm ready to watch football but it's going to be fun to come away the Eagles have six picks we'll see if they keep them all or move back and get more picks I really do think they they trade out of thirty so we'll keep an eye on that but I'm very excited to get into these players these guys break down tape see their fits. And uh, get moving as off they they had their first day of voluntary off season uh, program off season workouts yesterday. So so it's getting closer. We're getting closer. Appreciate you guys for tuning into this episode of the Philly Pod. Be sure to uh, subscribe on Apple iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio. Be sure to rate five stars, leave those reviews. Um, be, thank you guys for tuning in to this episode. Never gone for long. We're back to uh, to <sighs> to uh, do regular episodes for you guys. Stephen, where can the people find you? What projects you got coming up? <laughs> Just look up Stephen Conrad Jr. on Google, and you'll find <laughs> Google everything me Chuck. you need to know about me. Google me, Chuck. I'm everywhere. Google me. But you'll see. Uh, you'll find us on. Uh, I'm gonna. I'm the one responsible for the clips you're gonna see chopped up. Google me. And you, oh, uh, real quick, Albert Breer. Albert Breer, uh, who's a senior NFL reporter, he just reported like kind of the structure of Jalen Hurts' contract. The Eagles are paying Hurts 157 million for the next four years, but his cap numbers over that time are 5.7, 13.7, 22.4. And 33.0 million. That leaves $83 million in cash to be accounted for on the cap in 27, 28, and 29. If they cut Hertz after 2026, 49.8 million in dead money hits their cap. The, the Eagles could easily near the end of Hertz deal with over 100 million in cap char- charges to account for. That can be managed if Hertz is extended again, which underscores how this deal shows a lot of faith in Jalen Hertz. Very aggressive structure and a strong deal for. The quarterback. So man, more numbers come out. We find out more about still the structure. Don't get it, but I'll take it. Get, hey, it's, it's still, yeah, I I understand the financials. <laughs> we'll catch you guys on Thursday, either Thursday night after the draft. We'll get up here and talk about the picks, or early Friday morning. We'll see how it goes. Appreciate you guys. We'll catch you guys on the next one. Peace out from the Philly Pop. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. 
Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.